I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Sherris. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, April 14th. Here are today's headlines. Within 15 minutes of receiving Florida's heartbeat bill, Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed it into law. The bill bans abortions in Florida once an unborn baby has a detectable heartbeat. The Heartbeat Protection Act prohibits doctors from knowingly performing an abortion on a baby whose age is determined to be more than six weeks. The bill provides exceptions if the mother is a victim of rape, incest, or human trafficking. DeSantis said in a Thursday statement, we are proud to support life and family in the state of Florida. I applaud the legislature for passing the Heartbeat Protection Act that expands pro-life protections and provides additional resources for young mothers and families. The governor's office praised the bill as a historic measure to defend the dignity of human life and transform Florida into a pro-family state. Contrasting Florida's new pro-life legislation to that of states like New York and California, which have legalized infanticide up until birth. The bill also provides $25 million to pro-life pregnancy centers to help women and their children in Florida. Florida is now the 20th state to adopt a heartbeat bill. Last year, DeSantis also signed a 15-week abortion ban and legislation promoting fatherhood in the state through education and mentorship programs, as well as one-on-one support. He also signed a bill expanding support for foster parents and children and a bill combating maternal mortality rates. And on the national stage, the legal battle over the abortion pill is still underway. Earlier today, the Biden administration and a large abortion pill manufacturer formally asked the Supreme Court to pause a lower court's ruling that restricts the abortion pill. If you remember, last week, a court in Texas ruled that the Food and Drug Administration wrongly approved the abortion pill back in 2000. The Biden administration was given one week before the pill would be pulled from the drug market. Of course, the ruling was appealed and went to the Fifth Circuit. The Fifth Circuit said no, the abortion pill can still be given to women, but not by mail. The pills can only be given to women in person by a medical professional. The Fifth Circuit also restricted use of the abortion pill to the first seven weeks of pregnancy. This ruling is temporary as the case continues to move through the courts. But now, the Biden administration and the drug company Danko Laboratories wants the Supreme Court to get involved and pause the Fifth Circuit Court's decision so that the abortion pill can continue being distributed by mail. It is not yet clear if the Supreme Court will weigh in on the case. If the justices choose not to, the new restrictions on the abortion pill will take effect this weekend. Jack Teixeira, the man who allegedly leaked classified Pentagon documents, has been charged with violating the Espionage Act. The Espionage Act prohibits disclosing information related to U.S. national defense when the information could be used at the expense of the country or to the advantage of a foreign nation. Congress first passed the Espionage Act in 1917. Those found guilty of violating the act can face up to 10 years in prison. Teixeira has also been charged with violating a law that prohibits improper removal of classified documents. 
DeSera is just 21 and was working as a Massachusetts Air National Guardsman at the time of the leak. Even though his rank was low, he was serving in the intelligence wing of the Massachusetts Air National Guard and had a top-secret security clearance. This gave him access to the Pentagon's Joint Worldwide Intelligence Communications System. Teixeira was reportedly the leader of a private group online of 20 to 30 people where the documents were first leaked. More than 50 classified documents were leaked, including documents involving the Ukraine war and America's surveillance on our allies and friends alike. Following Teixeira's arrest on Thursday, Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene defended the young man. Green wrote in a tweet, Jake DeShera is white, male, Christian, and anti-war. That makes him an enemy of the Biden regime. And he told the truth about troops being on the ground in Ukraine and a lot more. Ask yourself, who is the real enemy? A young, low-level National Guardsman or the administration that is waging war in Ukraine, a non-NATO nation against nuclear Russia without war powers? Well, in response to Green's tweet, former Republican Representative Liz Cheney said Green should not have a security clearance. Cheney wrote in a tweet, Marjorie Taylor Green makes clear yet again that she cannot be trusted with America's national security information and should not have a security clearance of any kind. We'll keep you all updated on any further developments regarding this story. The conservative group Consumers Research has launched a new texting service that alerts shoppers in grocery stores. The alerts, as Axios reports, tell shoppers which brands are accused of taking political positions that are offensive to the right. According to the Consumers Research website, many corporations are putting progressive activists and their dangerous agendas ahead of customers. They'll only succeed if we look the other way. Will Hild, executive director of Consumers Research, said, We are launching woke alerts to help consumers make better informed decisions about where to spend their money. We believe companies should focus on their customers and not woke politicians and progressive activists. The Consumers Research new service comes amid controversy surrounding Bud Light's partnership with Dylan Mulvaney, a man who claims to be a woman. And with that, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us on Monday morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. I'm going to be sitting down with the president of the Convention of States to discuss a large rally taking place in Austin, Texas on April 29th. The mission of the rally is to call on elected leaders to secure the southern border. And Meckler says it may be the largest border event in America's history. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for joining us on this Friday afternoon. We hope you all have a great weekend and we'll see you right back here on Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.